A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. The First Order roams the galaxy, conquering planets as they go. But whenever the darkness rises, a light rises to meet it in the form of the Noble Resistance. Their war for the fate of the galaxy sweeps from one planet to another like the tides of the ocean. Darkness and turmoil have enveloped the galaxy. It is also a time of legends. Stories whispered in alleyways and rumors passing between stars. Stories of the Battle of Crate, of the Starborn Admiral and the Transcendent Hero. These stories travel even as far as the edge of the Outer Rim, to a city in orbit above a broken planet. Once a mining platform, Halcyon Station now boasts a population of over a million sentients, both organic and synthetic alike. But criminals and villains rule the city, and the station police seem incapable or unwilling to take action against the scum and villainy that have taken root. In desperation, the people begin to place their hope in a new generation. Welcome to Halcyon Station. This is a Star Wars actual play podcast run in Masks, A New Generation by Brendan Conway, which is published by Magpie Games. My name is Nora Blake. My pronouns are she, her. You can find me on Twitter at neither Nora. I will be your host and GM for this uh, endeavor. And just going down the list, uh, I'm going to ask my other three uh, lovely friends here to introduce themselves. Going down the list, starting at me. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Hi, friends. My name is Riley. Uh, Rev Rybread on Twitter. My pronouns are he, they. Um, you can find me on Twitter at where I just uh, at Rev Rybread. I said that. Hi. I'm Riley. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> I nailed it. I did great. Nora. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Wait, is it me now? Uh. Hi, my name's Alice. Um, my full name is Alice Joren. You can find me on Twitter at, at Alice Joren. Uh, my surname is spelled J-2-O-S-R-E-N. And you can find my portfolio at alicejoren.nl. Cool. Uh, ha- 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 hello? Um. <laughs> I'm, I'm... It's always good. Thank you. Um, I'm Vida. My pronouns are she, her. I am Vida is online on Twitter, and uh, I don't have a portfolio or anything else. Oh, so. fuck. I forgot my bloody pronouns. Oh, you can, you can go again. <laughs> she, are they bloody? They're she, her. <laughs> so we're playing masks. Yes, we are. Yeet. Uh, it's a tabletop game. It's really good. I am a big fan. Uh, What we're going to do next is introduce our characters, and how we're going to do that is uh, same order that we went in just now, and you're going to give me name, pronouns, looks, and um, uh, backstory questions. 
So, Riley, would you take it away? Yes. Well, then, I'm glad you asked. Uh, my name is uh, my my uh, bleh, my name is Iggy Ixy or uh, I G two I X two. I am a uh, a old IG one hundred battle droid, and I'm playing the newborn. I don't remember anything. I got nothing. Nothing loaded up. I forgot everything. Um, my look is scrolling in here. I guess ambiguous, uh, robotic, <laughs> a metal skin, uh, mismatched, like a mismatched clothing, and just, you know, no costume because they're just already beautiful the way they are. Um, to, cl- to clarify, uh, the IG-100s are like the Magna Guards? Yes, the Magna Guards. General Grievous is the good friends. Yes. But she's pretty and she's got green eyes instead of red eyes. Ooh, nice. Um, to denote that her, she's good. Yeah, that's how you know she's a good one. It's a Star mm-hmm. Wars, so it can't be too complicated. Yes. Um, <laughs> my dad. You realize that Alice goes next after you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so to answer all her backstory questions. Hello, I am IG2IX2, or Iggy. I was found in an alley by my best friend and parent, Nova. She taught me what existing was all about. I'm not sure where I come from or who made me, but I know that I have a lot to learn about how to help people. When I need to help outside of the team, I go to Amelia, who lives down the street. She's a Twi'lek who owns a mechanic shop. I care about the team because they are my best friends and my only family in the whole wide world. I love them so much, and they love me too. Perfect. Yeah, that was good. First try. Got it in one. <laughs> you sure did. I yep. wish I could have done the Mickey voice. <laughs> I listen. Maybe someday we'll have a clap cast, and that'll that'll be released. <laughs> Just that for the whole time. Yeah, horrible. you'd have to do another Kickstarter, Riley, or a pe- Patreon no, or something. If you do, if you do the um, Mickey voice, I will do the entire session in my Goblin voice. Yes, we're getting better at the moment. Sorry, what's your goblin voice? Um, well, there's there's a recent episode of Lost Library in which we played Interstitial, where I played a goblin. Um, a girlblin. A, a girlblin. Gr- yes, actually, Girl. her name was her name was Hercules, not Hiscules, the girlblin. I love her. <laughs> yeah, she was very good. At one point, she ate someone's confidence. She did. She ripped it right out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we will do a session where, like, you're Ewoks and Jawas, and you can do, like, a Mickey Mouse and a Goblin voice? Yes, that That's would be perfect. Yes. Okay, so. I don't think I really have an, uh, a voice for Nova, because I'm not particular. Voices aren't exactly my forte, I have to admit. So I am just going to just do me, I think. And I hope mm-hmm. that's okay. Mm-hmm. You're valid. Thank you for validating me, my parking. (laughs) I am Nova Luminier. I used to be like you, fooled by the teachings of the Jedi. I believed in them wholeheartedly, and when I was given to the last Jedi for training as a child, I thought I had been chosen, that it was my destiny as a Padawan to stand between the dark side and the rest of the galaxy. I was right but my destiny lay not with the Jedi. 
I and my closest friend, Nox Tenebrae, left the academy together. Taking what we could of the relics and books kept in the temple, and dedicated our time to starting a new order, a new and true light side, one dedicated not to balance, but to victory, to routing the dark side once and for all. But Nox betrayed me, beat me, and left me. And now I've come here, to Halcyon Station. I found a broken down droid in an alleyway and took her home, used her as a sounding board to develop my own theories. And when she woke up? Well, I wasn't sure then, but I'm sure now. My name is Nova Lumiere, prophet of the new light side, and I will beat Nox. I will beat back the dog. That's it. That's Nova's really very good. Cool. <laughs> Nova's very cool. I love Nova so much. Nova's very good. So. Nova is a Miriolan ex-Padawan, uh, which means she's green because I don't think we've mentioned it so far, but the kind of whole, our whole thing is that everyone's green. Um, did. Did we mention it? Good. We haven't yet, but I'm glad we brought yes, it back. Yes, we we're very green, all of us. Nova is... I don't have an age for her specifically, but I am imagining anything between like 16 and 19. Um, Ray is 19, if that helps like pin anything down. Yeah, probably, probably no older than 18 then. Um, mm -hmm. Nova is, as I just said, an ex-Padawan. She was trained by Luke personally, but she decided that the light side was bullshit and left. She didn't get all of her training, which means she basically only has uh, the, the telekinesis powers, but she's very strong in it. She fights with a bunch of swords that she just makes fly everywhere. Um, and doesn't, is, they're just regular swords. Actually, I like to imagine that they're bargain bin swords that she walks into a uh, sword store and just grabs the entire bargain bin of swords of just very shitty swords and walks up to the counter and says, all of this, please. And <laughs> it doesn't really matter because if you're just going to launch them at people, it's it doesn't matter that much if it's a good sword or a shitty sword. Um, yeah. She's kind of a mixture between a zealot and a dumb teenager, in that she's both. <laughs> um, what is your playbook? My playbook is The Doomed. Excellent. And you... it is The Doomed, because there's two, uh, two things of The Doomed that I really like for her. One of which is the nemesis that The Doom has. And, um, well, Nova's nemesis, as I just mentioned, is Nox Tenebrae, who is her fellow student and ex-girlfriend. They left the academy together, but Nox got kind of twisted by the dark side and left her. So, and the other thing that I really like about the Doomed is... Well, the doom system, I guess. The thing, the thing with Nova is that because of her, because her training is incomplete, I like the idea that 
there's something in her technique that she is mostly self-taught that she's doing wrong and she's kind of killing herself a little bit every time she uses her powers. So um, what I chose for the doom is uh, overexerting yourself and injuring innocence. Mm -hmm. So there's a bunch of backstory questions that I'll go through. When did you first learn of your doom? A year after Nova left Luke's academy, she woke up to splitting headaches, literally splitting. For several hours, anything she looked at got torn apart. She regained control eventually, but it didn't take a genius to figure what caused it. Luke did always tell her she was doing the whole telekinesis thing wrong. Where did you get your sanctuary? Sanctuary is a thing that the doomed has. Uh, it's like a place you can rest and recover. Um, her sanctuary has a library of valuable tomes and a scattering of ancient relics, both of which that she took from L Luke's academy, which she probably isn't that happy about. <laughs> the sacred texts! Yep, <laughs> yep. It also has a meditation space, obviously, and there are two downsides to it, namely location known to many, because it's literally just her apartment, and tied intricately to your doom, because, well, her, uh, her whole doom thing is kind of to, has to do with Nox, and Nox probably still wants those. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> where did you get your sanctuary? Well, she stole it from the academy. To have a solid base for the new religion, you need to be able to define what you aren't, and having copies of the actual sacred Jedi texts and relics helps. Not all of it is still in her possession, though. Some of it was taken by Nox. Why do you oppose your nemesis? She betrayed me. She betrayed our cause and our values. She took our moral resistance to the values of the Jedi and twisted it to support her cruelty. And I have to snuff that out at the roots. Who, outside of the team, is crucial to defeating your nemesis? This is the question where I probably have the most cop-outy answer, in which I will say all of the station, because Nova is... Nova in this whole new light side thing is definitely taking the, the view of like, I have to found a religion and not like, I'm going to do this personally. So she's actually trying to convince everyone. And why does the team matter to you? Well, um, first off, they're the start to that. And secondly, um, she's never really been alone. And now that Nox left, which is honestly the ultimate betrayal, they are all that she has. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, tell me um, what sort of uh, species is Nox? Nox. Oh dear, we defined this, didn't we? Uh... I don't remember if we ever did. We definitely did. Let me look this up. It's in Discord somewhere. Wait, what are we looking for? Sorry, I was disassociating. The species Nox was. Oh, God. 
they're, they're, they're not a given. I remember everyone vetoed that. Nobody likes givens except for you, right? You and Fuzzy, maybe. <laughs> Weren't they the thing of Darth Maul is? A Zabrak? No, 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 we have another Zabrak. Else, there is a different Zabrak. It was a Nautilun. Nautilun? Oh, yeah, okay. that's it, that's it, that's yes. it. Nautiluns are cool. So Nox is a Nautilun. Excellent. Yeah. I love those. Um, Did I mention what Nova looks like? You mentioned green and Mary Allen. Yeah, so uh, she's green. Um. She has the distinctive, like, Mariolan tattoos, but she kind of took them much farther and spread them all across her body. Uh, they're covering, like, her arms and her, um, her torso and her midriff. Um, she wears a light pink breastband um, above the uh the bottom half of the padawan robes that are just kind of like tied off at the waist in what i imagine is intentionally a really disrespectful way of wearing the padawan robes on her arms are capital r rebellious tattoos she has <laughs> one of the symbol of the uh, of the jedi with like a sword through it and the on the other arm is a symbol of the dark side with uh, the empire with a sword through it and other than that she wears a lot of gold jewelry uh, with like a very elaborate headdress and hair I imagine her personal style uh, icon to be Queen Amidala and she has a fuck ton of swords <laughs> and that's what she looks like this is like some 20th level sword lesbian. Yes, exactly. Oh, speaking of sword lesbians, um, should we do the like relationships thing later? or We will do that once we finish uh, yes, going okay. around this time. Good. In that case, I'm done. I'm sorry, that took a while. That's okay. Vita. So Riley kindly wrote this intro uh, <laughs> for my character because I had some notes in the character sheet that are good, but they're not as good as what everyone else has been doing. So uh, I'm going to read this out and uh, imagine it like a, like a tabloid, kind of tabloid newspaper article, I guess. So... Tolly is a superstar, but what does the superstar do on their own time? Did you know, one year ago, Tolly had their holo screen debut? Their first movie took them from a relative unknown to a horticultural heartthrob. They're dashing, bright, and have a very approachable personality. What's in a name? Zelosian names can be a bit of a mouthful for those not used to them, so this charming flower goes only by Tolly. Their full name, Ven Tolliven Cabastri, translates into Galactic Basic as When upon our blooming buds coalescence with the sky green, did we leave our leaves to flit with the breeze? Whoa! <laughs> Tolly loves nature! After sitting under a magical tree, they gained magical powers! The pollen was photosynthesized <laughs> into their skin, giving them powerful pheromones! Oh, Chris, dang! <laughs> Their co-star, Asori Vondar, is their biggest fan, friend, and possible romantic interest. 
Asori has always championed Toli's acting talent, their grace as a co-star, and their humility as a celebrity. Maybe soon, Asori will be championing something a little more sultry. Uh, Taylor Swift voice, haters gonna hate, hate, hate. Um, their former acting school classmate, Chit, is a clown. She hates Toli's success, and honestly, isn't that just depressing? The rumor come out, Toli cares about their friends. It feels nice to be yourself when the cameras are off, they say. Wow, what a wonderful role model for our kids. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> this is wonderful. I love that that this is immediately... I like that we sandwiched um, Nova between the newborn and the star. <laughs> yeah, so the playbook I will be using is Star, which is basically like the superhero but what if famous um and uh i i will be playing Tolly, who whose pronouns are they them and uh for their look i was thinking about what kind of character to play and i was like i don't want to play a human but also i don't want to play a twi'lek because but also i like twi'lek so i spent some time on the wikipedia and i found because i don't know anything about star wars outside of the movies um, and I found this race called um, Zelosians, who are basically like nearly identical to humans, but also they have chlorophyll instead of blood, and they're plants, and they have emerald green eyes, but they're also completely human. So I was like, no, that's boring. I'm gonna make my own deviant art OC. Do not steal. Um, and then I made Toli, who is I'm. I guess I'm just gonna like go through their look. So mm -hmm. I said ambiguous Zelosian, which means that they have green skin. They have dark eyes with black sclera, and because they're a plant, they're blind in the dark. Uh, and they have they do have sap-like green blood, but their skin has like a rougher, more bark-like texture, sort of like young bamboo trees. Um, it's darker and rougher at the joints. They also have dark green hair that goes a bit lighter towards the tips and it resembles grass in texture and appearance. And they always or almost always have a broad smile. They have a very sunny personality. Um, and uh, they are six foot three. <laughs> so they're pretty tall. What? Yeah, they're six foot Wait, three. Wait, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that either. <laughs> Hell yeah. Big they do a big steppy. <laughs> they do a big steppy. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna insert make... insert picture of Nova looking way up. Yeah, totally. <laughs> How tall is Nova? I was um, I was imagining her as a bit shorter than me. Uh, I am six foot one. I am, mm -hmm. I was uh, which is one hundred and eighty three centimeters, and I was imagining Nova as being about a head below me, so maybe like a hundred and seventy five. I need to look up how much that I love is. It. Star Wars uses the metric system, so. I'm imagining Iggy is eight feet tall. Damn, Nova's short. <laughs> what? Nova's is, Nova is five foot seven, is what. Okay. Uh, well, Google here's says. an easy, a quick, easy look. Dragon Ball height scale, I use this. God. <laughs> Isn't that oh. just, It's simple. Yeah, that's very simple. Thank you. Damn, I didn't know. What's his fucking name? Jesus. Vegeta? Was that short? 
He's super short. He's super small. And apparently oh. I'm, uh, the human Riley, I'm taller than Piccolo, so. Same. <laughs> That's incredible. I'm so happy to know that I'm taller than Piccolo. That's so good. I, me too. Yeah. Apparently I'm Krillin sized. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing I... about Dragon Ball and I don't know who is whom, but I am taller than everyone on this picture. I'm the, I'm the size of the small bald one. Yep. This is this is Nora size. That is a small bald man. Oh, I love it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So Tolly is a a human. Well, a p- plant person, and uh, they're they're very very nice, and uh, they are a soap opera drama romantic movie star. Um. Um. And, and yeah. Uh, with your sort of uh expressing this displeasure of Zelosians. I'm just gonna say that like in our Star Wars Zelosians are all like Tolly. Yes, thank like that's you. just what they are. Oh, yes. Hell yeah. Hell yes. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Also let's let's get some of these important things out of the way. Female Nautilins don't have boobs. <laughs> uh, I was gonna I was gonna bring that up. Zelosians <laughs> don't have uh the same approach to gender as like other humanoid species have. So I show the 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 most like quickest way to explaining that is using they them pronouns for totally so like you know you know um and also asajj ventress is alive and well yes uh, I, we listen i don't make the rules <laughs> yeah you don't <laughs> um never mind um yep. <laughs> i was gonna i was gonna talk about when this takes place in the timeline but that'll be part of the opening crawl so it's fine okay um next uh, oh i want to say one more thing about Tolly. yes uh that i um okay so i want to say one more thing about Tolly. um the thing with, that you do when you make a star playbook is you pick uh things about your audience that are important and uh i think that it's it's important to point out that i picked that Tolly's audience loves them because they are stunning unique and beautiful and they are charming well-spoken and smart and the advantages that Tolly has with their audience is that they are utterly devoted to them and that Tolly can easily speak to their audience at any time. But also the demands that their audience makes on them is that they require constant stimulation and that they require perfection and no mistakes. So, yeah. Awesome. Uh, so you're like on the hollow net chatting with your fans. Yeah, doing doing space Instagram lives and like uh, doing Reddit Q and A's. Yeah, yeah, space Reddit Q and A's, um, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think I think they mostly do like uh, video stuff rather than text stuff, just because it's easier. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. because your beauty doesn't come across in text. That is also true. Got yeah. I think that's the thing is that it totally does because that's how beautiful they are. Oh, thank you. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, definitely <laughs> to Nova, that is how it is. Oh yeah, Nova is like a totally stan. Yes, Nova <laughs> is. Nova, the thing about Nova is that she seems like a one-sided religious nut until you enter her room and ha- and only half of the walls is covered in like weird religious uh, relics and the other half of the walls is covered in posters of Tolly and like autographed 
things. <laughs> I think you just described a scene from like the movie Seven. Like <laughs> that's terrifying. I love it. Also, if it's okay, can Iggy run the ones and twos for Tolly's streams? I don't know what that means, but yeah. That's just just like audio and video, just making sure like everything is like nice, just making sure it sounds good and the stream is running. Absolutely. Well. Hell yeah. Is no. Iggy just the computer that does it? That's also very good. <laughs> is that she just like pulls out a camera and it's just like holding it there and like the water green. Personally eyes go uploading blue. it. <laughs> just like editing it. That's so fucking funny. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Okay, good. Yeah, one of the one of the thing one of the uh, pieces of jewelry that Nova wears, and it's very well disguised because she wears so much gold jewelry. But uh, she has a necklace of a bunch of gold leaves, and that's actually just a piece of Tolly merch. Oh yeah, absolutely. Tolly has <laughs> a lot of merch, and a lot of it's plant based, obviously, and a lot of it's just like your regular merch which is like photo cards and calendars and like stuff like that and like fans with their face on it and things like that <laughs> all right so now we're gonna talk about relationships uh iggy why don't you start us off with reading us about telling us about your relationships i think that nova is exemplary they are a wonderful wonderful person and they show me around and tell me how things work. And then also, the behavior of Tolly confuses me again and again. But I'm determined to understand things better by watching them. All right. Nova? So I have, you told Iggy all about your doom and the danger you're in. And I think specifically... Nova doesn't know that she told Iggy this because it's... Because Iggy just sat in Nova's room being basically dead for like several weeks uh, while Nova just used this dead droid as like a sounding board for her uh, theories about religion, kind of like a programmer uses a rubber duck. And uh, at one point she, uh, while being really emotional, insecure, told this dead droid about how she thought she was dying and all of the things uh, to do with Nox and having left her and that she isn't sure she can do what she needs to do, etc. And then later, um, when Iggy wakes up, Nova's like, oh, I'm so glad that I told her this before she woke up. But Iggy knows. Oh, yeah. One hundo P. <laughs> and you'd love to kiss Tolly before your doom comes. Oh my god. Thank you. Yeah. I'm so fucking thank you. <laughs> Did we mention that Nova and Tolly live in the same like no <laughs> apartment? We did not mention that they're uh, roommates. Oh at yes. oh my god, oh they my were god. roommates. They were roommates. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, hey, how did that book? happen again? It, was it wasn't it just like um, Nova got an apartment and it just happened to be Tolly? 
Um, I think it was something like they lived next to each other and then Nova made excuses for staying over at Tolly's like more and more often. Like, oh, oh, my, I don't have hot water in my flat. Oh, there's an, uh, like a termite invasion or whatever. And that, uh, oh, my flat burned down. And then Tolly was like, oh, <laughs> just live with me. It's yes, fine. Yes, that's how it happened. I also love the image of... Hey, Nova, can I grab a phone charger out of your room? No! <laughs> you could do no such thing. Uh, she absolutely did that thing where she's like, she holds the door at like the smallest crack where just like there's a bit of her face that's poking through so she can talk because she's desperate to not show the room through the door and then like <laughs> passes the charger through the crack. Yeah, the wall, the wall that you can see through the door is the one with all the religious stuff. The one that's against the door has all the totally posters. Yes, yes. Um, and on the other side of the door is just like a life-size poster. God, it's, it's, it's just a, pinned to I, the door. Can I suggest? Can I suggest that it is a cardboard cutout of Tolly that she stole from a fan sign? <laughs> a life-size yes, cardboard absolutely. cutout. Thank you. It, it's absolutely. also like perfectly framed so that like you're looking at Tolly and then you open the door that the picture of Tolly's on and Tolly's in the same space but in front of the in door. In the same pose? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, also Tolly has a signature pose that they do in photos and it's the like the lesbian hand sign which is like you put your thumb and forefinger like a gun kind of and then like the 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 dip between thumb and forefinger you put your chin in there and that's the the ASL sign for lesbian. Apparently, that's what the internet says. Really? That's what the internet mm-hmm. says. It is. Yes. Oh yeah. There we go. It is. Well, you have something people. to tell us, Riley. <laughs> I guess science. I can't argue with science. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking of fun ASL signs, this is completely off topic, and you are very welcome to cut it. But. <laughs> Did you know that the ASL sign for pasteurized milk is the sign for milk, but then you, while you make it, you move your hand pasteurize? That's so cute! (laughs) Wow. Good shit. Tolly, tell us about your relationships. Yeah, so my relationships are... Iggy is everything I am not. I want to see the world from her eyes. And Nova's admiration makes me remember how important my audience's love is. I try to keep her around. Yeah. A regular rose quartz over there. (laughs) Keeping around someone who loves you in a a strangely antagonistic way. I hate rose quartz. That's not a compliment. I've not seen Steven Universe that far in. Sorry. That's fine. Do not worry. Yeah. Um, what's uh, what's next? Yes. Nora is typing. Uh, do we need to do the influence bit? I don't remember if we ever actually did that in the previous time. Uh, we didn't. We should do influence also. And then we'll close off with how the team came together. Mm-hmm. Iggy? E? Ah, yes. I'm first. <laughs> influence. <laughs> You're receptive to how people think and behave around you. Give influence to all your teammates. Boom. Done. Hey, everybody, take that influence. Thank you. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. That's all so, I got for influence. So I have 
these people matter for what you need to do. Give influence to two of your teammates. So practically speaking, <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I have. Uh, choose how you see the team as a means to an end or as something worthwhile on its own. If you see the team as a means to an end, give no one influence. If you see the team as something worthwhile, give three teammates influence. <laughs> uh, You're all friends. I think we're all friends, yeah. I'm going to give you guys influence. Yay. Yay. Good. Now we're going to talk about when the team first came together. Um, I looked this up to see how it works when you have playbooks that aren't in the core book, because uh, two of you have um, special playbooks. And uh, we're supposed to do the core playbooks first if we have them, and then move on to the others. So uh, first I want to ask the group the bulls question, which is, we defeated a dangerous enemy, who or what was it? Yeah, it's it probably a gang. Like, it's probably just like there was somebody that wanted to kind of quarantine off this section of Halcyon Station. You know what I mean? Like someone that kind of rolled in and was like, hey, we're in charge here. I, I like the idea of like a kingpin-like figure. Okay. So, ooh. Yeah, that like, works. Busted up our neighborhood. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And we were like, hey, don't bust up our neighborhood. And they were like, cool, we'll bust you up. And then that fight got real out of hand really fast. Oh, so the gang had uh, installed explosives in the building, in our apartment building, yeah. at like load-bearing uh, walls and stuff. And, well, when we started fighting back, they set those off. All right. Um, you're actually next. Uh, mm -hmm. You're first up, Alice. Mm -hmm. uh, we paid a high cost for victory. What was it? The loss of not only our apartment, uh, our living space, but the entire apartment building. Mm. And the safety deposit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Definitely. Well, you weren't going to get that back. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, and who has insurance nowadays? Space insurance. Spin insurance. Spin insurance. Who has spin insurance? Insurance, thank you. Hollow insurance. <laughs> um, Nobody buys hollow insurance anymore. That's a thing of the past. Oh God! It's as gone as the Jedi. I always say. <laughs> and everyone's like, "Hey, that's pretty mean." We rely on the Jedi. <laughs> the Jedi were like massacred. Um, 40 years ago. Ancient history. Uh, 50 years ago. You're right, you're right, you're right. We're vaguely 35 years after A New Hope. <laughs> um, so the next question can go to either the newborn or the star uh, in whatever order y'all want to answer them in. Well, here, I can just answer mine super quick if that's okay with me. Yeah, sure, go for it. Yeah. My uh, my question is, uh, the team discovered you during the incident. Thanks to them, you reached the outside world and helped in the fight. I was, yeah, I was just a dumb old dead robot hanging out in, a, in Nova's room. And when the rocks landed, something got knocked off a shelf or something was in another apartment. But somehow, I got activated. I, I, like, 
fully was like, yo, I don't want to die here. And I fought my way out. And that's when I joined the team. He's like, oh, hey, these are the bad dudes. All right. And Tolly? Uh, yeah, uh, mine is, so when our team first came together, we were found, well, kind of, uh, one of those IRL streamers stumbled upon us as we were trying to get away and beat off the bad guys and, like, get Iggy, like a giant eight-foot robot, you know, safe, that had just got gained sentience and stuff, and, uh, and then we kind of agreed with the streamer that that they would always, like, <laughs> keep track of us. Like, they would always vlog our adventures, I guess. Um, and then name... We are exclusives. Yes, we are exclusives. My, my first words were smash that like button. <laughs> <laughs> and what is the name of this streamer? It's BJ Dart. Beautiful. Um, what uh, type of alien are they? Wish I fucking remembered, Nora. <laughs> Let's say was it? No, we had something for this. I remember we had mm -hmm. something for this. Oh, they're like last they're time y'all said they were right? a gank. Gank are good. I was moving back in that direction because um, the gank are the cyborg creatures. Uh, it was. It's a bit up in shit posting. Uh, if you search for Oathkeeper, we did say you'll find we did say a gank, picture. Yeah. So BJ Dart is a gank. Mm-hmm. That fucking nerd. Which, the, a lot of them, depending on the artist, tend to look like Deathstroke from comic books. You, you know comic no. books? Yeah, you know Slade Wilson? <laughs> Never heard of it. Slade imagine Wilson. Them, imagine them, but a fucking, like, decked out instead of with guns and cool shit. It's just, like, intense streaming gear. Also, Just, the... like, a bandolier with stream decks. One of their eyes is yes. a GoPro. <laughs> this one's this character specifically uh, is voiced by Michael B. Jordan. Yes. yes. Thank you. Because oh, it's it's BJ. Yeah. I'm gonna kiss. Him. <laughs> I want to kiss. No, I can't kiss. That's that's unprofessional. It's not unprofessional for me. <laughs> Beep boop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we have a good bead on these characters. Is there anything else we want to, like... Here, uh, we did Twitters. Is there anything else we need to cover? I don't think... I'm on a Namekian name generator, and I'm just kind of going through. Why? Because uh, Namekians are all based on music names, so if you need some random mooks, then you got... Vizela, Armonic, Ukulel, uh, uh, not that one, uh, Snai, uh, Banjo, Orkery, yep, Vuvuzu, uh, Baritone is just down there, Cordio, Gastro, Trombo, Alekulu. Thank you for listening to Halcyon Station. Riley can be found on Twitter at RevRyeBread. Vita can be found on Twitter at VitaIsOnline. And Alice can be found on Twitter at AliceUrin.
I am on Twitter at NeitherNora. Thank you so much to Hazel for our amazing opening music. You can find her on Twitter at TwinkleParks.